going to read from Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. By the way, this is the very first Bible verse that I, um, very first Sunday public service that we had as a church 14 years ago. This was the very same for this. So I thought, let's just do it again, do it again. Never gets old. This is what it says. Hopefully it'll be up on the screen for you to follow. Gospel of Matthew chapter 5. You are the salt the world needs to make it tolerable. If you lose your flavour, you will lose your usefulness. And what will happen to the world? You yourselves will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light the world needs, a city on a hill glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light, let it shine for all. Let your good deeds glow for all to see so that they will praise your heavenly Father. When you read that verse from Matthew's Gospel, it can be very encouraging. It's so clear, so precise. There's no sense of misclarity. There's clarity here. There's direction here. There's purpose here. But when you read this verse, when you live in a city like Berlin, you're like, oh my goodness, how is that going to become real? Sometimes you've got to be able to read the Word of God and then ask yourself, is it completely in contrast with the world in which I exist in right now? And often you'll find yes. See, God's kingdom is above all kingdoms. His name is above all names. And so when God's people begin to realise the kingdom that they belong to, that it is a kingdom that is unstoppable. It is a kingdom that will not shrink, but it will forever expand because it's an eternal kingdom. It is a kingdom that is ruled by the King and His name is Jesus. And so all names have to bow to His name. So when God's people get a revelation of the authority of the name of Jesus and they begin to live in cities and dominions like Berlin or in Eastern Europe or any part of the world, we have the ability, we have the authority, we've been given the name that is above all names, so we should be able to use it. Use it in a way that pushes back the darkness by announcing that the light is here. And what does that look like for every single one of us that go from this building today into the marketplace? We've got to learn to know who we are and who we belong to. And we've got to know why we're there. And we're not there just to pay bills. And we're not there just to get more qualifications. And we're not there just to keep some shareholders happy. And we're not there just hanging in. We're there because He's called us to be salt and light. What does salt look like in your place? What does light look like in your place? Where is it that you and I can take the salt and the light of who we belong to into the mind? It's a different spirit. When you turn up, it's a different spirit. Wow, it just feels so hard. I know. He didn't say it was going to be easy. He just said, you are salt and you are light. He didn't say you're going to be. He said you are because of your relationship with me. Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. This is a reference to 
what has been deposited on the inside of you. And that's where I think we should never forget that building a church is the greatest thing we can do to help this city. Building a local, vibrant, dynamic, moving forward, people that have encountered Jesus and the good news for their lives and they're seeing a turnaround, they're seeing a breakthrough, they have a new nature, a new nature that says all things have passed away, all things have become new. I am not the old person. I am the new person that God has put in. It's a spirit. And we've got to realise the greatest thing we can do is to build the local church in cities like Berlin. Because if we don't do it, who's going to do it? If we don't do it, then God's going to have to wait for another generation, another group of people that are going to rise up and say, here we are, Lord. Amen. And if He can move you, He can use you. If you can be moved, you can be used. And many of you have moved geographically. You've moved from continents and cultures. But you didn't just move for what you can do. You're actually moving for what He wants to do. And you've got to connect the dots. You can forget what God wants and just get on with what you want and it will work. It will be fine. But according to who? According to you? or according to the few that maybe who would agree with you, it'll never work if it's not what He wants. It may be good, it even may be helpful, but ultimately it's what do you want, God? Your mission is my mission. Your vision is now my. And what would that look like if every single one of us at some point just said, you know what? Whatever is yours is now mine. All of the Father's resources have made, been made available to all of His sons and daughters. And that's why we've got to stop acting like paupers and beggars with a poverty mindset and start rising above and realising your daddy owns a cattle on a thousand hill. Your father is able to pay the bills. He's able to open the doors. And so we've got to understand what we have and then we've got to learn to how to grow in that. Grow in the stature that He's put on us grow in the authority that He has given us. And so this is what this is all about. It's like realizing that if, you know, salt is not just about taste and it's not just about preservation. It's better than that. Salty. Salt makes things better. Put it in the pasta. Put it in the curry. Put it in everything, even in the porridge, bit of salt. But just don't put it in your coffee. But salt, generally speaking, the essence here is make it better. Amen. Light, we all know what light is. Walk around your room without the light on. You're going to stub your toe. You're going to knock something over. You're going to put that cup of whatever drink that you should have put away and you're going to knock it over again. This time it's hit your computer. <gasps> We've all done it. We all know what we're talking about. But how good is it when the light goes on? And light's not just about your room. It's about your thinking. What's, what needs to be switched on in you? What needs to be switched on? Neurologically, we understand there are things that can be switched on in terms of, you know, what it does. Switch it on. Switch it on 
and switch some things off and switch some good things on. Amen. We have that ability. But as a church, we have to realize that we're not here just to hang in there. We're not just here to visit hotels and hotels and hotels. <laughs> Amen. We're here to actually get serious about what God wants to do. And, you know, a few years ago, it's amazing. I, I, you know, when you're building a church in a city like Berlin, you've got to remember the soil and the soul of the city. The soul is the mentality. What is the mentality of Berlin? Well, what's the soul of the city? Uh, it's the mentality. How do people think here? That's an indicator. And that's why building a church in a city like Berlin, you're going to confront and you're going to start to come up against the mentality. The mentality of our church, the mentality of the people of God should be can do, not can. Can. God can do that. Amen. But often the mentality is often me, 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 or can't, impossible, won't. And these are the things that we've got to realize is when you live in this city, it's going to be a confrontation, light and darkness. And so we can't lose our saltiness. We can't lose the light that God's given us because we're not called to hide, we're called to shine. And I don't mean that unpleasantly that we run around with Bibles and hit people and, and, and weaponize the Bible. That's the ugliest, worst thing we could do with our lives. I don't think that's what I need to spend time and energy on in this kind of community here. But we're supposed to take what we read and how do I apply that into my life? How do I bring that humility, the humble spirit into the workplace? Humility is not, I don't know who I am. Humility is, I know exactly who I am. Pride always has a problem because pride never knows who they are. So pride always has to overcompensate. Pride has to self-proclaim. Pride has to make everyone know how important they are. How, and, and, and humility doesn't have to announce anything because they're secure in who they are and who they belong to. Humility can transform this city. Don't forget Sunday is the Lord's table. The wisdom of the Lord, unusual wisdom is upon His table for His servants and His sons and daughters. And He wants to put unusual wisdom on your table, on His table so you can draw from Him for the projects and the businesses and the marketplaces that you find yourself in. You receive from the Lord and you give to the world. And it's a beautiful relationship. But when it becomes religious and legalistic and ceremony and a whole lot of things that look like we're godly, but we're not, there's only one thing that makes us godly, it's Jesus. Amen, there's no hoops no more. There's no barriers anymore, just Jesus. He gave us the Spirit to let us know we are sons and daughters, amen. So let's continue to be what He's called us to be.